to the Morning Sky Show with Super Sly 75. You're listening to OnTheWakeUpRadio.com. Sign up for OTWTube.com, uncensored free speech platform. Shout out to our super producer, Cindy Ashby. All shows are live on TheWakeUpRadio.com. Catch replays on SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, and iHeartRadio, as well as otwtube.com. And now back to your host, Super Sly 75. Listen, man, I had to download this damn Sonoma update on my MacBook. That took forever. So that was the hold up. Plus, I'm, I'm kind of tired. I was debating on just pushing this back till tomorrow, but I'm already here. So you guys are already here. So let's let's make the best of it. Uh, I'm not gonna bash anybody. I'm not gonna bash anybody. I'm I'm just you know we're just gonna lay out some stuff here. Um, if you're tired, then go take a nap. <laughs> Uh, wait, Mimi was killing it when she was doing her white music thing when she switched, but Whitney had everyone. Y'all really dis. I- I'm surprised y'all really out here discounting share. How, how y'all out here discounting share? This is share. Did, did y'all forget who this woman, not share, but goddamn Celine. I'm sorry, Celine, Celine. Why y'all disrespecting Celine Dion like this? Like she's not part of one of the biggest movies ever. Part of one of the second highest grossing. I don't know. I forget between Avengers Endgame and, and Titanic. They kind of go back and forth. But um, yeah, I don't know why y'all be trying to minimize Celine Dion's impact to music. Celine Dion. Y'all going to learn tonight. Hey. Yeah, this is the Celine Dion slander. Does anyone... Is there an echo? I don't hear an echo. Does anybody hear an echo? Does anybody hear an echo? If my if my audio is sketchy, let me know. Ah, this damn fan is blowing directly on top of me. So that's why you always hear like a slight hiss. One of these days, I'm going to get up there and close that vent so that way it's not blowing air directly on top of me. But other than that, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why y'all discounting Celine, Celine Dion. I, I don't understand. See, once again, I've noticed when it's um black versus white, people tend to vote with their... Uh, Man, this thing, what is this? I don't like this Sonoma update, y'all. Anybody got an Apple product? Anybody has a MacBook or M1 or something? I don't like this Sonoma update, yo. It just, I don't like it. I mean, no likey. She not on my, boy, what is, do y'all? I'm just going to lay out the facts with the numbers. Yeah, I, I get it. It's Mariah, but 
I don't understand. Y'all act like Selena's chopped liver. I don't know where that comes from. I think some of you guys are really short-sighted when it comes to this uh, people's contributions to music. I, I don't understand. Let me pull up these clips. Since we're talking music, I want to kind of give everybody, you know, some 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 context when it comes to this music and this singing thing. You know what I'm saying? Let me see that one. one. I'm dragging at. Oh, we went to go see Saw X. Holy cow. Listen, if you're confused by the timeline, Saw X takes place after the first Saw. If you're confused about the, the Saw X, the Saw timeline, Saw X takes place after the first Saw. And it is good. The traps, very, very creative. Y'all should be worried about writers who write these movies that have these types of thoughts and and put their thoughts into visions for y'all to watch. You should be deathly afraid of people that that make these movies. This is in their heads and hearts. The first trap, right? We all okay. So if you don't know that, I don't give a fuck. Don't if it's, you, 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 I don't want to hear spoilers. Like I'm going to spoil the shit out of it. Like we're we're growing at this point. If you don't want to, so um, John Kramer, we all know he's suffering from cancer. This takes place after the first saw. He he gets scammed by these this doctor and her and her people. They scam him out of money for fake treatment. He realizes he got scammed and he plots his revenge. This is why you see Amanda show up in this one, because like I said, she's the, one, the first one to survive, right? The first original. And um, so the first trap, holy cow, the first trap, Valentina. She has to saw off her leg with a, a Geely saw and then suction out the bone marrow into a cup. Three pounds of bone marrow. She's got three minutes to do this. And if she doesn't do it in three minutes, there's a giant jiggly saw around her neck. She gets. <laughs> so she's just hacking. She's just sawing her leg, her, her, her thigh. Oh, my God. I'm listening. If you're a saw fan, this is it for you. And um, so she saws her leg off. Gets the device to pump the marrow out. She runs out of time. She runs out of time. And then the machine winds up and it just it just cuts right through her neck. Right. But the bigger issue is you have people out here that have these ideas in their head. And Hollywood allows them to give life to, to their ideas and visions. There are people out here with these thoughts in their heads. Y'all should be really worried. God forbid if these people have their way, you know, and you you wind up in a fucking hostel and you're the victim of one of these people's just maniac contrived um, um, fantasies of, of, of mutilation and maiming. So the second trap, who was the second trap? Uh, uh, Mateo, right? Is that his name? Hey, babe! Whatever. Uh, what's his name? What's his name? Gabriel or Mateo? Mateo. Second trap, Mateo. 
what was his trap? Oh my God. Oh, so he has to cut open. Uh, he has to cut a hole in his skull. No anesthesia because he was the fake anesthesiologist. He has to cut a hole in his head. Okay. And then cut and then rip out a piece of his brain. Put the brain matter in a cup of enzymes. The enzymes will dissolve the brain matter, thus freeing, giving him a key to unlock his device. If he doesn't do it in three minutes, and so he he's cutting, he cuts the he cuts the hole in his head. He takes the piece of his skull out, and then the brain is. Oh my God. So it's like down to like less, he's less than a minute, less than a minute. And he put the brain in the enzyme, the enzymes dissolving and the time is willing down. He runs out of time. The contraption is basically, it has heating coils inside of it. It's a giant mask. It has heating coils inside of it. He runs out of time. The heating coils bright red and close in on his face. Lord, have mercy you should be deathly afraid of what hollywood has allowed these people to display for y'all the third trap now there's a whole backstory because the one guy that he met was in on it as well but they plan for all this um the third trap was gabriella right she's a drug addict and amanda has conflicted because amanda was a drug addict and she has a soft spot for Gabriella. John's like, hey, you know, don't get weak on me. Her trap, she didn't want to play the game. She didn't want to. He's like, there's no choice. You have to play the game. So because she didn't want to play the tape. So she's chained. Uh, chained at the at the wrist and chained at the uh, at the ankle. You already know. So the device pulls her mid in in the air so as above so below so then there's this giant heater that comes in front of her he's like you know he's he's telling her as the alternate alternate place like i've been in front of i've been chemotherapy i've been radiation therapy i've been immunotherapy and and so this heater heats up she has to take a hammer and break the bones in her hand and feet to get out of the chains. This heater is on. <laughs> this heater is on. <laughs> and then, like, the, you know, she's like, ah! Like, first level. First, you can handle the first. She went about the first level, right? First level. And then goes to level two, and her, her skin starts to blister. So she's, so the doctor, the fake doctor says, hey, break your your foot first break your foot first so she's just you know she's ah, she's trying to whack the fucking break her ankle bone with the damn sledgehammer right and this is all just whacking and whacking and whacking it. so she finally breaks her foot and the chain slips off and then <laughs> the the harness with the chain moves her down right so you think she's okay, but by the time they cut, they pan back to her, her face is already burnt. This, we're, we're talking beyond third-degree burns. She's already crispy, right? So then here the heater comes to follow her, and the heater starts up again, and she's like, ah! She's trying to 
break her, break the, you know, the bones in her in her hand and shit. So that finally, she finally drops to the floor. She finally drops to the floor, and she's cooked to a crisp. So then, her boyfriend that played a victim is all in on the scam. Gets gets the gun, holds John and the man at gunpoint, ties them to the to a table. This little boy, this little Mexican boy, shows up from the beginning, and Gab, uh, what did the doctor's name? I forget the doctor's name, right? P- Peterson grabs a little boy. And change the little boy to the table, and she makes John choose uh, to to either take his life or let the little boy suffer. He's like, "Hey, it's not fair. He's not part of the game." Blah 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 blah. blah. So they're on this table. The little boy and John are on this table on their on their backs, and the the, the the platform rises up. And so what happens is this blood, this gallons and gallons of blood, just starts spilling out and basically waterboard waterboarding him and the little boy. And so. Uh, John tells the little boy, hey, no highlight, no highlight, means don't pull, no highlight, no highlight. There's handles where you could, either one could pull to stop the flow for the other one, right? Or for themselves and go to the other one, right? So as they're both getting, dr- drowning in blood, uh, John pulls the lever. So now it, it tilts, the, the platform tilts to his direction while he takes on the blood. The little boy, you know, it's, he, he can breathe now because it's just not flowing. He's like, so then he pulls the lever while he catches his breath to save John. So then the platform tilts his way and he's drowning in blood and blood, whatever. And then John comes, kind of gets out of, comes out of it and he pulls it back. He pulls the lever again on his side and the platform goes back to his side. And he, all the blood and blood and shit, right? So he's just drowning. He's drowning in blood. So the evil doctor and her boyfriend, they're in the office looking for the money. Because she was scamming all these sick guys with cancer. All these sick people with cancer, she was scamming them money, offering a fake treatment of, of, of healing. Like, these guys, everybody's like stage four. Everybody's stage four. So they're in the office looking for the money. They find a bag, pull the bag. The timer goes off. So John had already planned them. He already knew that the, boy, the guy showing up claiming to be scammed was her boyfriend, right? Already, they're locked in the office. So then it stops the blood flowing for John. Amanda frees him off the platform. So then their game starts. They're locked in the office. And so now this poison gas, it's like sarin gas, starts filling up the room and it's literally eating through their skin. So they have to take turns uh, to stick their heads out uh, in the open to get fresh air and not breathe in the gas. So they start fighting each other. She stabs her boyfriend. She sticks her head in the opening. The gas shuts off after three minutes. He's dead. And they walk out. Leaving her with her head stuck in, <laughs> she's locked in his office with her head stuck out out of the out of the out of the uh, out of the wall for, to breathe. <sighs> this was a very very good Saw movie. If you like the blood and guts, if you like the very creative traps, because you're like, well, what kind of traps are they going to do this time? Oh, the very very first trap when John sees. An Asian kid stealing uh, a watch and a ring and monies from a patient that's pretty much all jacked up. So John envisions what he would do to the kid. This is when you see on the poster with the tubes over the guy's eyes. So what what that trap was? Um, he had a bun- he had splints on his fingers, and there's a dial, and he's got the the tubes on his eyes with a commercial um, vacuum in reverse. 
So he has to every for every dial they will break one of his fingers, like break that shit back. So <laughs> he gets up the he gets up the finger number three and breaks his shit back. He runs out of time and then the commercial vacuum sucks his eyeballs out. But that was a fantasy. So when he's when the when the Asian dude sees John looking and he puts the stuff back, John says, You made a good choice. You should be very, very concerned. You have writers in Hollywood that have these ideas and visions and fantasies of what they would do to people. We didn't learn with hostile. We laughed at hostile. Oh, that's not real. They don't have people go missing and pay bounties on Americans to, 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 to take them to somewhere in Europe and do all these wicked things. It was funny when the old lady cut the girl's throat and was having an orgasm in her blood. It was funny. Kiki, ha ha. Oh, it's off. It's movies. It's fiction. You have a lot of people that have desires to hurt people very, very badly. The only difference is between them and us, they get to put their ideas on a canvas for all to see. You understand? You have a lot of people that have given the chance and opportunity to hurt you in a very bad way. For a very long time, they would do so. Okay? This is a very good Saw movie, though. It, it, timeline, it's right after, after, Saw, uh, after the first Saw. And then, and then Michael Beach's character, he plays, he played, uh, he was in Aquaman. He played uh, Black Manta's father. So he's a, he's a setup guy. He's the one guy that said, hey, you know, this, I found this company and blah, 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 blah. They, they, they cured me. So they get, they get him at the very end. They find him at the end. All right? But... y'all should be very, very nervous. (laughs) Y'all should be very, very nervous. You have a lot of people out here that have desires. If they could do this to people, they would. This supplants their, them from going out and actually trying to enact this shit in real life. Y'all should be very, very concerned. This is a very, I, I, I just really, it really dawned on me. Like I'm sitting there watching this shit and I'm sitting there like, Thinks of shit like this. Now, I want to hurt people. Now, let me, let me talk about myself real quick. I personally want to hurt people. There's a select few of people I want to hurt very badly for a very long time. And I think I'm pretty creative. But this shit is next level. This shit was inspired by a goddamn demon from the other side, from the, the nine levels of hell. There's no human. This is not a human thought. These are not human thoughts. You know what I'm saying? I personally want to, okay, I, I'll tell you what I want to do to somebody. In my perfect world, my perfect scenario, I got this bitch naked, tied up in a chair. All right? I got this bitch naked, tied up in a chair, and it's dirty, done, dirty, just dungeon-esque. I got all these goddamn tools of destruction at my disposal. Every fucking thing I want to use. So I, I... There's a bottle of sulfuric acid, right? There's a bottle of sulfuric acid. I pour that shit in a spray bottle, okay? This is what I want to do to people, to somebody, a few people, okay? But this shit that I got in my head pales in comparison. But anywho, so I'm pouring the sulfuric acid into the spray bottle, you know what I'm saying? And, um, you know, the bitch is like, why, why are you doing this? Why? I'm sorry, nah, bitch. 
No. <laughs> right? <laughs> right? In my per- oh, I, I, I'll do you one better. I got, I got the bitch and her girlfriend, right? I got the two bitches, right? I got the two bitches, both naked, tied to a fucking rusty chair. You know, hands behind them, feet bound, right? So I got her and her girlfriend, right? I think they broke up. I don't give a fuck. Y'all got to get it. I poured this bottle of sulfuric acid in a spray bottle. And I'm, what song am I playing? What song? I keep forgetting there's a particular song that's in my head that I play in the background. It's a, it's a happy tune. It's one of my favorites. I forget the name of the song. It'll come back. It'll come back to me. So I, I got my fucking leather chaps on. I got these gloves and shit. Just got the goggles so I don't burn my fucking self. You know what I'm saying? And um, I, I fill the spray bottle. And it's like the opening scene of a of, of Bloodshot. When Homeboy turns the music on. Don't touch me. I'm a real life psycho killer. I'm just doing my, I'm dancing and shit. I'm, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> wait, wait, wait. How, how does it go? I, I don't know how that song. Whatever. I'm, I'm doing my little, I'm doing my shit. I'm doing my little, I'm doing my shit. Right. I got this spray bottle and shit. And these bitches are crying and like, please, we're sorry. I'm sorry. Sorry, Sly. Please, though. Yo, please, please. Nah, bitch, ain't no, no, Jesus ain't. God is not here with you. That's the first thing I tell them. I said, God is not here with you. The, the devil is here. The devil is here. Okay? So now I'm, I'm just doing my little thing. And so I take the spray bottle, right? And I'm like, who should I spray first? Right. And I'm like, you know what? I think this bitch care more, more about this bitch than the other bitch. So let me spray the bitch first. I spray in the face with the spray bottle with the, with the sulfuric acid. And she's like, ah! I'm like, what you crying for? And then I spray her titties, right? She's naked. I'm spraying her. I spray her titties and I see this shit acid. These are very light chemical burns, right? It ain't eating through the skin too tough because I want them to suffer. I, I want them to suffer, right? And so then. I spray the bitch knees caps. Don't ask me why I spray the bitch knees caps, knee caps. And so I'm so like, and she's like, please stop, please stop, don't do it. I'm sorry. And I, you know, I'm like, and then I spray the bitch, and I spray this the second bitch. I, I spray this bitch. I spray in the face. I spray in the titties. I spray in the knee caps. I ain't, I ain't sprayed, the, I ain't sprayed her in the pussy yet. I'm getting there, right? This is, this is my thoughts. Okay, my shit pales to what I saw on the screen and half an hour ago. So I'm like, I, 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 I have Igor or, or on, on leg. I say, hey, on leg, come put these, these chairs together so they can face each other. Right? Yeah, yeah. Oleg, put these chairs together so they can face each other, right? So Oleg comes through, you know, moves the chairs together so they can face each other, right? And so they, they crying and they bleeding, pussing shit and acid burns and all this. Ex- they ain't dead. They're not dying. They're severely burned. Right? So I'm like, so, you bitches, you, you, did, ain't y'all still together? Would you ever, no, 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 we were not, not, not. And then, so I make them, I say, kiss. I, I make these bitches kiss. All burnt the fuck up. I say, you don't want to kiss the bitch? I spray them again in the face with, in, with the acid. They get to, ah, ah. So they end up kissing each other, all burnt the fuck up, blood and skin, and make them kiss each other, right? I'm like, mean it. 
Kiss like the bitch like you mean it. Act like y'all girlfriend again. Kiss each other again. I'm watching them painfully kiss each other. Blood and just guts and just pus. And, 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 <laughs> and you know what I'm saying? Skin is dripping off and it. And you get eating through the motherfucking and I teeth. They, they just now they, they ain't got no top bottom lip. Now they just like this kissing. You know what I'm saying? So then I'm like, that's enough. That's enough. I said, y'all chill, 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 chill. And so then, and so then the one bitch that I, I want to get the, the above all, I spray her with with the sulfuric acid in her pussy, right? I spray it, and she's hot hooping and hollering, jumping and shit. And I tell her, I tell her, hey, her girlfriend, I say, hey, eat her out. No. And so he, I said, you don't want to do it. So I put the spray bottle to her head, right? I put the spray bottle to her head. I said, eat that bitch pussy. And mind you, I just sprayed this bitch with the, with the, with the sulfuric acid. Mind you, this is my thoughts. Pales in comparison to what I saw 20 minutes ago. So I make the bitch eat the bitch uh, pussy with the, with, the, with the sulfuric acid, burnt the fuck up, and she just writhing in pain. They're both writhing in paint. I'm just sitting back enjoying this shit. And I'm just trying to figure out more ways. How can I in, in prolong this torture? Okay. I want to hurt a few people badly. Okay. What I'm trying to explain to y'all. Now, some of y'all, y'all going to be like, I got thoughts like that. Okay. Okay. Sure. You don't. Sure. I want to hurt a few people very, very badly for a very long time. But what is in my head pales in comparison to what I saw 20 minutes ago. Do you understand? Okay. I'm just trying to give y'all there's levels to this shit. Just next time you watch one of these gore fests, sit there and be like, who the hell has time? to sit down and write a screenplay that involves somebody having to saw off their leg and then stick a, a suction device in the marrow. You know what I'm saying? With a jiggly saw or jiggly saw, right? Ask yourself, who has time to think about shit like this? Who the hell has time to sit here and be like, I want to suck this guy's eyes out with a commercial vacuum cleaner. I want to see somebody cut a hole in their skull and take out a piece of their brain. Who has time to sit and think of shit like this? You understand? Okay. I have thoughts. What I saw on your screen pales in comparison. All right. Did I, did I lose some of y'all? I'm sorry. Did I lose some of y'all? I'm sorry. Did I lose some of y'all? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. Saw X takes place in between Saw 1 and Saw 2. Okay? So it goes to first Saw, Saw X, Saw 2, Saw 3. That's how it goes. John doesn't die for, uh, not, not until Saw, what, f- five or six? Right. John doesn't die until he kidnaps the Indian doctor. If I'm if I'm if I'm if I remember correctly. Right. So please forgive me. (laughs) Please forgive me. I just want to give you all some context. You should be very, very uh, concerned uh, about. 
people's ideas that have been come to life through the funding of Hollywood and through screenwriters. Okay. You have a lot of people out here that if they could, would want to hurt you in a very, very bad way. Okay. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Hey, wait, you know what? Listen, I'm not, no comment. <laughs> no comment, no comment, no comment. All right. Okay. Okay. Can we, can we get what, who just has acid on hand? I went on, I went on Amazon. You could buy this shit online. They could tell you he, he has acid chilling. <laughs> Listen, Hey, you can buy this shit. You can buy sulfuric acid online. You know, so this is definitely not staying on YouTube. I don't need help. I'm just, listen, you wish more content creators were this transparent. Okay. You wish your favorite content creators was this transparent. These motherfuckers will never tell you this, this type of shit that is in their heads. Okay. I bet anywho, anywho, <laughs> anywho, Anywho, uh, <laughs> let's get to, um, let's get to the music part. That's what we're here for. We're here for this triple threat before we get to the, uh, I come in peace, Martina. I come in peace, but let's not, but listen, there's God and devil and everybody. Everybody has their deep, dark secrets and deep thoughts, deep, deep, dark thoughts. Uh, the more balanced people understand they have these thoughts and understand where they come from and why they're there. The unbalanced people are the ones that suppress this shit and act like they don't have these thoughts in their heads at all. So what, so you want to cause demask? Listen, that's just the first, that's like the appetizer for me. What I would, what I would do to these people. You know what I'm saying? That's just the appetizer. Trust me. I got, I mean, you know, um, the, I'm really into the acid thing. though. No, I really want to hit that bitch in the face with, with a couple squirts, man. You know what I'm saying? Just to, so I can drink the, 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 the wailing and the howling. I can drink their suffering. You know what I'm saying? Just, you know what I'm saying? A couple squirts, nothing life threatening. You're going to be really, you're going to need some skin. The skin graft ain't going to help when I get done with you, but. You know what I'm saying? But like, what you say? Back up off me. <laughs> back up off me. Back, back up off me. Super the Patriot. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just hit it with a back up off me, son. Back up off me. You know what I'm saying? Nigga try to rob you. Nigga try to rob you. And you hit him with the squirt bottle with some fucking sulfuric acid. You know what I'm saying? Damn the knife, damn the gun. Hit a motherfucker with some sulfuric acid. Just enough to a rough second second degree burn. Second or third degree burn. They're going to get it. That's all I'm saying. Like if there's a company out there that can make bottled sulfuric acid for, for personal protection. You just hit that nigga. Stranger danger. They are listen, you got these kids already attacking each other with acid to begin with. Anywho. 
<laughs> Anywho, all right. Uh, I, listen, I'm just here to give y'all context about what I saw tonight. I mean, all, a, a lot. I, I do. I, I legit have about six people that if the universe saw fit for me to en- enact my revenge upon, uh, I'll do it in a heartbeat. They won't lose no sleep over it and feel very justified in doing so. There it is there. All right. Okay. Okay. Um, what kind of acid? You- <laughs> ah, see, see, exactly. Here y'all go. Here, here y'all go. All right. Let's get to this music thing. Before we do that, let's do some warm up music. Um, let's do some warm up music. Where is this at? A couple clips I want to go through before we get to the, the triple threat match tonight. Okay, what was this? What is this? What clip is this? What clip is this? Is this Dolly Parton? You, you know, Dolly Parton, I, I don't know who, who, you, who you would match her up with. Listen, Dolly can go with anybody. Made this, I totally forgot about, I don't know how I forgot about Dolly Parton, but Dolly Parton's contribution to music um, we're talking just female artists of all time. Dolly should be in your top five. Dolly should be in your top five. I don't think, listen, she, Dolly is share level. And you know what? I should do Dolly Parton versus share, but I initially have share versus Lady Gaga, but I might do another, another triple threat because they all sing all act all play instruments so maybe a share versus dolly versus lady gaga that's a pretty even matchup so let me just say this so no patty labelle hell no stop sis stop patty no stop patty can barely contain gladys knight stop this so I have Celine, Mariah, Whitney, and then above them, above those three, I have Dolly, Cher, and Lady Gaga. I think those three women pretty much are, are the best of the best. That's my opinion, but uh, we'll save it for another day, another time. All right, all right, all right. Dolly Parton, shout out to Dolly Parton. Give this woman some some credit. Uh, I think she's, she gets overlooked. I don't know why she's not in everybody's goat mentions. Like this is Dolly fucking pardon. You know what I'm saying? Okay, let's go. On the real record, just for fun. So I have a credit on the back of the album that says Nails by Dolly. <laughs> but also, rumor has it that she wrote Jolene and I Will Always Love You in the same day. But this is what she had to say. Well, I'm not certain, but I'll tell you this. We found an old cassette, and Jolene and I Will Always Love You was on the same cassette. So if I didn't write it on the same day, it was during that same week. Also, have y'all ever heard her initial reaction when she heard Whitney Houston version of I Will Always Love You? I was driving to my house. I had the radio on, as usual, and I was I just heard this voice when she did the acapella, you know, like, if I should stay. And then all of a sudden, she starts into that, 
and when she goes into the I will always love you part, honest to goodness, I almost wrecked. I had. Uh, let me stop right there. I like Whitney, but Whitney can't write. I like Whitney, but Whitney cannot write. But we're going to get to all that. Where the fuck is my pen? Where is my pen? So I'm going to take my damn pen. Don't worry. We're going to get to all that. We're going to get to all that. Instant knock against Whitney is she can't write. She can't write. All right. So the, the usual metrics. Oh, and before I get to that, before I get to that, I'm sorry. sorry. All right. Let's do some demo songs. Stop. Stop. Trade. Stop. 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 Based off what, bruh? Based off what? Now, this is why I don't, I don't want to poo-poo nobody's opinion. But Trey, Trey, Trey Waters said, I feel like Tamia and Deborah Cox should be up with those le- Based off what, bruh? Based off what? Based off what? Deborah Cox? Tamia? Based off what, sir? Based off what? Like, please educate me. Please educate me. And while he's figuring out his argument, we're going to get into these next set of clips. Some of your favorite songs, demo, your demo songs, written by people you probably never heard of. And, uh, move that to trash. All right. Some of your favorite songs, the demo records. Um, you know, yeah, I, I know, right? It's all, it's all good. It's all good. Let Trey get his arguments together. Come on back to me and come get served like Omarion and you got served. All right. Okay. All right. Let's go. Let's go. So let's go to some of these demo records. Let's get to some of these demo records. Boop, 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 boop. Okay. You've heard the song. What, what is her name again? Leona, Leona. I forget her name. But anywho, this is the demo. The, uh, the demo artist. Let's go. That's our first demo record of the night. Sounds a lot different when the artist is not on it. Yeah. Sometimes the demo records don't really pop until that particular artist gets on it. It, 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 it happens. All right. Everybody knows Babyface wrote, I'll make love to you in the road. I don't care about this. That's Babyface. Everybody knows Babyface. Let's get out of here with that. Let's see our next demo clip. Everyone, let me see this. Okay, okay, okay. Crystal Nicole. Let's go. Now, whose version sounds better? Every demo artist is not an artist for a reason. Every songwriter is not a, is not an artist for a reason. Whose version sounds better? Whose version sounds better? Okay. Everybody's not a, an A-list artist for a reason. Okay. I'm just saying. 
She sounds a hundred thousand percent better than Rihanna. Really? 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 Okay, yeah, I'm gonna go with Rihanna's version sounds better. But like I said, this is a rough, rough demo. She's not in in, in, in the controlled environment in an actual recording studio. But Rihanna's version is 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 a one. Okay, let's get to the next next demo. Let me get this out of here. What is this? What is this? What clip is this? All right, Joel James. Y'all were singing this shit all last summer. I I hate this song. I hate this song. It just won't stop. It go better. Boot up. Beat it out. Boot up. To my heart go better. Boot up. Beat it out. It just won't stop. It go. Okay. I know who Joel James is. I hate this song. <laughs> I hate this song. Honestly, I thought no diss to anybody because out here in the West Coast, I legit thought it was a Latina singer. You know what I'm saying? Because they play that shit damn near every hour on the hour. Yeah, I, I didn't know it was being pushed as an urban record because out here it's different. You know what I'm saying? So I, I hate that song because I, it's been it's been played to death, to death out here. Let's continue. Let's continue. Man, I feel like money. Right, that that's who wrote buzzing that's who wrote buzzing what leave ellie Mai alone she the only one singing about love today i mean i hear you i ain't tripping okay <laughs> i do believe the best artists are at the store or at the at the storefront church <laughs> that was funny all right let's get to our last demo record who is this what is this Oh, party got that one. Oh, no, no, no. She wrote this one too. All right, let's go. California, King Bed, we're 10,000 miles apart. I've been California, wishing on these stars for your heart for me, my California King. All right, whose version sounds better? Whose version sounds better? Whose version sounds better? Okay. All right. That was demo record, demo songs that you probably didn't know who wrote what. You probably did. You know, knowing is half the battle. No big deal. Okay. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh, okay. 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 All right. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Let's get to why we're here. Okay. We're all here for a reason. Nearly beloved. <laughs> we're <gonna> gather here. 
All right. Uh, let's see. I hate that this fan tomorrow I'm going to close that vent because that shit is, 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 is bothering the fuck out of me right now. All right. So tonight we got, yes, that, yeah, yeah, I, I agree. 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 All right. Tonight we have Celine Dion, Celine Dion versus Mariah Carey versus Whitney Houston. So we're going to go the, 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 the standard metrics. Standard metrics are play musical instruments, album sales, songwriting, filmography, any tours, recent tours, and, and global impact. Those would be our metrics. And... and figuring out who who reigns supreme out of these three women all right i think some of you guys are going to be shocked by celine dion because celine dion is is it's celine dion let's what we're gonna learn tonight all right let's go let's go let's look up first things first first metrics does anybody play a musical instrument do any of these ladies play a musical instrument Okay, can Celine Dion, there we go, play an instrument. Her mother played violin, her father did the accordion, the family spent the time singing, playing, I don't care about that. Can Celine Dion play? Does she play piano? Really what she does. She sings Nature Boy on the album titled, uh, okay, she also, I can't sing jazz cover, I don't care about all that. She plays piano and guitar. Hmm. I see there's videos of her playing. Celine playing piano. Okay, let's check it out. Let's check it out. Let's check it out. Okay, everybody learns Moon Moonlight Sonata. Like... That's like one of the standard pieces to learn on the piano is Moonlight Sonata. But okay, come on, let's go, let's go. I remember the first song I sang. Uh, it was uh, uh, the, my, my, one of my brother's uh, wedding. But I remember the first song I played on the piano. And I don't, I don't, know, I don't know the name of this song. But I like it. It's it's fun to, to play. Man, everybody it. knows Moonlight Sonata. Don't do don't do me like this. Don't sis, don't do this. Let's see. Can she play the guitar too? Let's check it out. Let's check it out. Okay, no, that she doesn't. Okay, that's that's clickbait. Clickbait. All right, so she plays the piano occasionally. She occasionally plays the piano. Fine. Okay. Can uh, Mariah voice grand piano voice bought Marilyn ramp for over. It's familiar. Okay. Okay. Let's see. I've not seen it. 
Why is she an elite musician? And she doesn't play instruments, bro. She's not a musician. Yeah, it's just her singing. Y'all need to stop this shit. How is she a musician and she doesn't play? I don't understand. How, how do y'all figure? So I'm not seeing any evidence that she can play an instrument. Let's see. Do they show her playing it? She bought the late actor's white baby grand for over half a mil. Okay, however, fans want to know if the pop icon plays the piano. Let's see, let's see. Okay, but do you play the piano? I'm not as casual as most people, but um, I, I, I guess I could be. I have a lot of different dresses positioned just because there they are. <laughs> this is from Yusuf Aljami. It's a pink one as well. Okay, okay. Can she play the piano? <laughs> Carrie took piano lessons when she was six years old. However, the instrument required a degree of concentration she wasn't ready for. Many of her songs used piano metal melodies. However, she preferred... Okay, so she can't... Okay, so clearly... Do I need to look up Whitney at this point? So, obviously, this is one point for... Celine. Barely. But let's look up Whitney. Let's look up Whitney. Just to be fair. I don't ever recall Whitney ever playing an instrument. Uh-oh, 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 uh -oh. breaking news, hold up. An exclusive, like you've never seen her before. Hold up. You think you're not tough enough for this business? Oh, I'm tough enough. The Houston family, Whitney Houston, together. You're playing one note, that is not playing the piano, y'all, stop this. Let's see if she plays more than one note. Uh, we see a piano next to you. Yeah. And can we hear you play a piano just a little bit? Sure. Yeah. And uh, just a little bit. Sure. Alright, Celine wins that one. <laughs> that was cute. Alright. One point for Celine. It, it wasn't very pretty, but we just gotta we gotta call it down the strike and down the down the down the pipe. Alright. Plays instruments. We give one for Celine. Alright. Let's go to Let's do tours. I wanna do tours. That sounds pretty easy. We can do tours. Okay. How much has Whitney Houston? Done tour gross, and we're gonna take all encompassing grosses. Let's do everything. Hmm. So, on her make, make on her on the one, nothing but love. Okay, so this is her top earning gross tour. Okay, okay. Okay, the tour of 2010 was the 34th highest earning of 2010, grossing over $36 million with 48 to 50 shows performed. Okay, so her high number 
is <laughs> is 36 million that's not a good number I, I can tell you off the top these two women Celine and Whitney smashed that but you know, it's cool it's cool it's cool alright so the, her the top number is 36 mil that's Whitney at her peak that is Whitney at her peak Whitney at her peak made 36 million on her uh, her that tour in 2020 uh, 2010 all right all right let's see how much mariah let's see let's see okay let's go to mariah cheesy peach i mean pick one pick one so <laughs> the butterfly tour is 20 mil the rainbow rainbow tour is 19 mil uh, Charm Bracelet Tour was 40 mil. Adventures of Mimi was 42 and a half million. Angels Advocate, 12 million. Triumphant Tour Australia, 4 million. Elusive Chanteuse was 16 million. Oh, Sweet Fantasy, 15 million. Jeez. Listen, yeah, okay, so Alright So Mariah is, all, is, is the leader So if we adjust the gross It'd be 50 mil But we'll go, with, we'll go with 42 She's at 42 mil to Whitney's 34 Okay Now let's see what Let's see what uh, Celine does Okay. <laughs> um, shit. <laughs> Holy cow. All right, wait, 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 wait. Dion has grossed, reportedly grossed 1.3, uh, 1.35 billion and has sold 10 million uh, tickets worldwide. What tour was that? Second highest grossing female touring artist, third by any solo. Da -da 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 -da. Second woman in history to reach 1 billion in tour revenue. Cheesy peach. These are her concert tours. Okay, these are the monies. So just off the Courage World Tour 2019-2020, she's at 100 mil. Celine Dion Live 2018 is at 56 million. Um, so y'all gonna learn, y'all gonna learn to respect Celine Dion. This is another win for Celine when it comes to tours. She's up to nil on everybody. All right, let's go to. Let's go to al album sales. Yeah, let's do album sales. Let's do album sales. Oh, let me get up in these comments real quick. Let me get up in these comments. Somebody's losing their, their, mar their marbles right now. Y'all gonna learn to respect uh, Celine Dion. Y'all gonna learn to respect Celine Dion. <laughs> All right, let's continue. All right, album sales. I'm gonna go with uh, Celine, but I could be wrong. It might be Mariah. Okay. Let's just do Celine off the top. Let's go to bestsellingalbums.org. This is the most accurate site when it comes to album sales 
All right, Jesus Christ, 250 million albums worldwide. According to Sony Music UK, Celine has sold over 250 million albums worldwide. Let's look at her numbers. Falling into you, 96, 32 million. Let's talk about love, 1997, 30 million. All the way, a decade of song, 18 million. The color of my love, 12.5 million. Duh. 10 million. Jeez, let's stop. Let's just stop. We can start right now. Let's just stop right now. We can start right now. Let's go to, uh, let's do Mariah. Let's do Mariah. Best-selling album or let's see what they say. Okay, okay, okay. We got, we got it, we got it, we got a match. According to Sony Music Canada, they're both the same record label, basically. Mariah Carey has sold over two hundred million albums worldwide. All right, ninety-three. Music Box was thirty million. Daydream that was a monster album. Twenty-five million. Merry Christmas, fifteen million. Mariah Carey, 15 million. <laughs> Another Mariah Carey title. Oh, no, the number ones, 11 million. The Emancipation of Mimi, 10 million. Emotions, 8 million. Butterfly, 7.4 million. Unplugged, 7 million. Okay, I'm with this. I'm with this. All right, so. Mimi is right behind Celine at 200 million albums worldwide. I had a feeling that Celine was going to take this, but let's look up. Let's look up. Uh, let's look up uh, Whitney. I'm sure Whitney's in a hundred mil range. Has to be. Has to be. I'll be disappointed if she's not at least a hundred million range. Whit. Whitney Hutton. Whitney Hutton. All right. Oof. Wow. She's at, according to, once again, same label, Sony Music Canada. Whitney has sold over 200 million albums worldwide. The best-selling album with Whitney Houston is the Bodyguard soundtrack by itself is 45 billion. Wow. 45 Whitney in 85 was 23 million Whitney Houston again Whitney in 87 is 20 million I'm here to be the night was 10 million my love is your love is 8.4 million greatest hits did 8 million the preacher's wife now I did not know this the preacher's wife soundtrack in the movie she sang that live every song sung in the preacher's wife in the movie she sang live that's not backing record, no backing vocals. That's not a ad lib, none of that uh, reference tracks. That was her live in that movie during the church scenes. Okay. Wow. I did not know this, but Celine gets the win nonetheless at 250. Mariah and Whitney are at 200 apiece, roughly. So Celine gets that win. So we have Celine 3-0. Let's do filmography. Let's do filmography. 
But before I go to the filmography, let's check these. Where can I get that Weedy Hutton shirt? Man, listen, I ordered it from, uh, I think Amazon. I got it from Amazon. I had to order another one because there's a hole in it. There's a bleach hole in it. Okay. Okay. Let's do filmography. <laughs> Uh-oh. What? What? Wait, 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 wait. How's that that their fault? They're married to... How's that their fault? Well, technically... Technically, Celine's husband was more her manager. Dare I say groomer. I wouldn't count him as a producer. He got producing credits. Um... And then, um... Mariah being married to Tommy. Tommy's not a producer. He's... He's... The, he was the label... Chief. So... No... That no 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 nope I, I nope I, I I don't I don't I don't agree I disagree that's not the case that's not the case that's not the case so all right filmography filmography I think Whitney wins this one but I could be wrong so let's look up let's do Whitney's filmography because Whitney's been in a, a ton of shit let's look at her filmography all right here we go here we go. Feature films, feature films, Whitney, starting from 92, her first feature film in 1992 was The Bodyguard. It was a big deal. My mother went to go see it twice. She loved it. You know, I, I think, unfortunately, part of that programming, that swirling programming, that divesting programming was, was born with this movie. I'm not here for all that. I'm just saying. You know, we always complain about the white savior role. I get it. But at the time, Kevin Costner was still a big movie star and he advocated for Whitney to get the role. Whitney did. She killed it. She killed it. But a lot of that swirling shit, those seeds were planted back then, like on a, on a grand scale. But anywho, we had waiting to exhale. She killed it in that one too, right? The Preacher's Wife, The Princess Diaries. She was a producer, doesn't count. We're only going with, act, we're going, we're going with acting credits. We're only going with acting credits. Uh, documentary, Cameo, Last Days of Left Eye, Michael Jackson, Life of an Icon. Documentary subject, Whitney, Can I Be Me? And another documentary, Whitney. TV, she was in Give Me a Break. As the World Turns, Silver Spoons. This is, oh, all my old heads know what these shows are. SNL twice Rodgers and Hammerstein Cinderella the TV um, the TV film with Brandy right yeah that was Brandy Boston Public that was a TV show about schools about a school in Boston right the Cheetah Girls being Bobby Brown the Cheetah Girls 2 and the X Factor we don't care about we don't care about commercials so right now yeah, Whitney's got a pretty good filmography. Whitney's gonna... I'm never gonna swirl. I, I'm not... I have no, no comment. Do Go with what makes y'all happy. That's how I look at it. I'm sorry. She wasn't a good actress. She did great in Sparkle, but everything was mediocre before that. See, it's always your own... Oh, that's right, Sparkle. It's always your own people, y'all. <laughs> it's always your own people. 
Let's go next. Let's go next. Let's do. Let's do. Let's do Mariah. Mariah's been in a few. Hey, we just saw Mariah last week. Act her ass off and precious, huh? <laughs> we just saw Mariah act her ass off in Precious last week. Yeah. Okay. Filmography. Can we get the filmography? Where are we? Where are we at? She got a long ass Wikipedia, bro. Stupid long Wikipedia. Okay, let's get down to it. Okay, filmography. She was in The Bachelor '99, Glitter, Wise Girls, Death of a Dynasty. All right, State Property, Tennessee. I didn't even know this. You don't mess with the Zohan, Precious, The Butler, A Christmas Melody. Pop star never stops stopping. The Lego Batman movie. Girls Trip. The Star. All I want for Christmas is you. And Mariah Carey's magical Christmas specials. And the magic continues. I don't know, y'all. I don't know. Is this is this a better is this better than Whitney's filmography? Now Whitney has more also TV credits. Mariah has no TV credits as I can see. Okay, so right now Whitney is the leader. Whitney is the leader. Alright, now let's look up Celine Dion. Celine Dion. And there's one more metric I need to I wanna I wanna insert as well. I want to take the bodyguard soundtrack impact versus the Titanic impact because Mariah is going to come in a distant third for that, for that metric. Okay. Now we're looking at who we're looking at. Oh, Mariah. Oh, Celine, Celine Dion filmography. Oh, 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 hold up. Hold up. She has something to say. Celine Dion has something to say. Uh oh, let's see, let's see. Filmography. Touched by an Angel, a TV show. The Nanny. All My Children. What? Quest for Camelot. Celine Sulaplane. Celine Through the Eyes of. Okay. Whitney has this one. We're going to give this to Whitney. Filmography goes to Whitney. Celine is up three to one on Whitney and Mariah. Now, I think we can easily all agree that the songwriting goes to Mariah. Can we just skip the songwriting part and just give it to Mariah off, off on GP? Mariah hands down wins the, the, the songwriting. Yes. Okay. So we got <laughs> Celine three, Whitney one. Mariah won, and the final metric is global impact. And so we can take Mariah's Christmas album versus Whitney's Bodyguard soundtrack versus Celine Dion's Titanic soundtrack and movie. Which one is the bigger global impactor? Okay. 
Okay, where is Barbara Streisand? You know what, Barbara's, Barbara's, she's like up there with Cher. I'll put Barbara with Cher. Yeah, Barbara's like with Cher. Like Barbara's like one of those, it's Barbara. Don't even, don't, don't, don't bother Barbara. Leave Barbara alone. You know what I'm saying? Like Barbara is Barbara. You know? Okay, let's do this. Let's do, let's go through global impact. The metrics will be, we're going to take Mariah's Christmas album and it's global impact. Okay. Um, impact of Mariah, Mariah, yeah. Care, re, X, must, album. Okay. Here we go. Okay, okay. Oh, come on, come on, come on. Give it to me. Where is it? All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Okay, here we go. Okay, okay. Uh, the popularity of the Christmas song led Carrie to be dubbed with the title Queen of Christmas. Carrie went on to file a trademark for the nickname in March 2021 without the public knowing until July 12th, 2022. Um, Carrie earns anywhere between 600,000 to a million dollars each December from royalties her Christmas songs bring in. Between 1994 and 2016, Carrie made a total of 60 million dollars for the uh, for just a single hit All I Want for Christmas is You. This would average Carrie about 2.6 million dollars a year in revenue for her hit song. Okay? Okay. Uh, let's see. That is Mariah's impact of the her Christmas album. Let's see. Um, let me see. Carrie's track "All I Want for Christmas Is You" has re-entered the Billboard Hot 100 chart every year. It was released 25 years ago. Should be a little bit longer because this article's old. Okay, 26 years ago. Okay, this thing is on the billboard every year for Christmas. That's a pretty, that's a pretty significant impact. Okay, that's a pretty significant impact. Let me look up total. I want, did we already look at the album sales? I just want to look it up one more time. Since we're going to do this, we're going to do this fair. Oh, come on, come on. All right, Mariah Carey Christmas album sales currently sits at... Where does it say that right now? 15 million copies. Nope. Let's go with, let's see what best selling says. 15 million, which pales in comparison to the bodyguard soundtrack. Bodyguard soundtrack sits at 45 million, but let's look at the impact the bodyguard soundtrack had for Whitney. Okay, okay, okay. Is 
the impact on society i like that title here we go what year was this written oh let's do this yeah okay let's do this all right Mm-hmm. Breaking down barriers in the entertainment industry and as a legacy. I just want to I just want the movie and the soundtrack. There we go. Okay, okay. First caught the acting bug, took a five years the initial notion, blah 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 blah. She turned down working with Robert De Niro, Quincy Jones, and even Spike Lee. Uh let's see. Her first three albums sold one of fifty million. That's cool, that's cool, that's cool. Okay, while critics almost uniformly panned the bodyguard, the movie going public fell in love with the film. Costner, one of the biggest stars in the world at the time, called it a perfect date movie. Um, the movie went on to gross $411 million worldwide. Uh, if it would do an inflation for 2020, it would be $751 million. It was the second highest grossing film of 1992, trailing only Disney's Aladdin. Uh, the Bodyguard could also be counted among the 10 biggest box office hits of all time. Now let's get to the soundtrack. She co-executive produced the soundtrack. I uh, recorded six songs to use in the film. She was creating something integral. Da, 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 da. Okay. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Um, those contributions would be okay. We are going to pay here. Okay. Okay. Come on. Let's get, let's get to this. Let's get to this. Let's get to this. Oh, they had law screenwriter Lawrence Kasdan originally written the script and with the white actor Steve McQueen and black singer Diana Ross of the Supremes. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Wow. Okay, Warner Brothers was still extremely uneasy about having an interracial couple appear on screen in the early 90s. Even though Costner, a co-producer on the film, had handpicked Whitney for, Whitney for the role... She was still put through a rigorous screen test process and even had to teach the crew not used to working with black actresses how to light her properly. Mm. There have been rumors uh, that certain love scenes were cut and early promotional materials remained ambiguous about casting all due to the fear that audience would find the interracial couple taboo. Okay, okay. The soundtrack went platinum seven times or the strength of Houston's lead. Uh, let's see, let's see. Da, 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 da. Okay, Houston had been paid more than $10 million to star in a preacher's wife. We don't care about all that. Okay, okay, okay. Let's get back to the album. Is Okay, is this... Does this have a bigger impact, a global impact, than Mariah's Christmas album? Does the Bodyguard soundtrack have a bigger impact on society than Mariah's than Mariah Carey's Christmas album. Every Christmas you're going to hear this Mariah records without fail. Okay? Every Christmas you're going to hear Mariah Carey. Let's see. I will always love you. Held the top spot on the Billboard Hot 100 chart for 14 weeks. Earned the record of the year honors at the 36th uh, Grammy Awards. And helped the project earn the distinction uh, as one of three soundtracks to receive Grammy for Album of the Year. Wow. Wow. 
Okay, the Grammy winner on Praise and Big Screen debut. Blah, blah, blah. Music supervisor Maureen Crow. Okay, okay. Always love you so more than 4 million copies as a single. It actually wasn't the first choice for the soundtrack's pivotal song. Costner originally intended to use Jimmy Ruffin's What Becomes of the Broken Hearted, but another remake of the track had already been used prominently on the soundtrack for the Academy Award winning film Fried Green Tomatoes. Co uh, Crow suggested a few alternate options with Costner picking I Will Always Love You. Linda Ronstadt's 1975 rendition of I Will Always Love You was used as a reference track. However, Ronstadt's cover did not include the third verse. Pardon recites on the original. Crow recalls watching Houston record the vocals for the third verse. Okay. 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 Once again, before we get to... I mean, obviously it's the Titanic, but before we get to the to Celine Dion and, and the Titanic, does does Whitney's Bodyguard soundtrack have a bigger global impact than Mariah's Christmas album? Yes or no? I'm going to say no, because once again, every Christmas you hear a Mariah Carey record, a Christmas record. That's why you have to you respect Run DMC. Christmas in Hollis every Christmas you're going to hear it's Christmas time in Hollis Queens mom's cook rice macaroni and cheese <laughs> in the fireplace is the Yule log beneath the mistletoe as we drink eggnog <laughs> the rhymes you hear are written by Daryl Daryl <laughs> And that's why you we bust Christmas Carol. <laughs> if you are an artist, that's what you do. You create timeless, timeless songs, right? Anywho, and anywho, anywho, anywho. Yeah, I, I I got Mariah's Christmas album over Whitney Houston's Bodyguard soundtrack. You know what I'm saying? Okay, now let's get to who I think should win this debate hands down uh Celine Dion listen <laughs> every time there's a it's a body of water a door and a man and a woman we already know what happens let's do this Celine Dion Titanic We're not even going to mention the movie itself. We're not even going to mention the movie. Let's just do the soundtrack. Let's just do the soundtrack. Okay, 25 year retrospective. Okay, okay, okay. Let's go, let's go, let's go. All right. My Heart Will Go On is one of the most iconic songs of the 90s. Uh, let's see. Oh, after Irish singer songwriter Enya declined the project. Enya, she declined the project. Wow. Now, how much different would it have it have sounded with Enya? That is interesting. American composer James Horner was tasked with composing, orchestrating, and conducting the soundtrack to the now iconic Titanic. 
Horner had originally composed the basis of what is now My Heart Will Go On as an instrumental motif throughout the soundtrack heard in the tracks like The Portrait, for example. To this, James Cameron originally responded with, the, with disfavor. Cameron did not want the end credits of, of his epic historical drama to run to the tune of a pop song. Would you put a song at the end of Schindler's List? Ouch. Ouch. Horner brought in Wilbur H. Will Jennings to assist as the lyricist for the project. While Jennings would typically write based on a script of or rough cut of the film, this was not the case for Titanic. Instead, Horner explained the script's the script story to Jennings and shared the theme that he had composed. Last came the vocals. Horner already had Celine Dion in mind, but convincing her to join the project wasn't easy. She had just enjoyed the massive successes of, of Because You Loved Me, as well as the title track of a Disney film, Beauty and the Beast, and was not eager to jump into this new endeavor. At one point, Dion Horner and Dion's now late husband and our manager Renee Angelique were together at a suite in Caesar's Palace. Horner wanted to show Dion of what my heart will go he had so far and so began to play and sing it on the in-suite piano. Once again, you can't do this with no hip-hop shit. I know I'm taking shots at hip-hop. You cannot have a meeting trying to convince one of the, the, the greatest female vocalist ever to get on your on your record you know I'm just, uh, and you can't do this with hip-hop hey man here's a song i want you to get on is there a piano yeah play it play it on the piano for me hip-hop can't do this but let's continue in an interview dion commented on the life-changing moment with all the respect that i have for james poor him this guy is looking like above us right now he is not the greatest singer i was making this sign like this is not possible her husband stopped Horner saying, James, 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 listen to me. You're not doing justice to the song right now. I'm going to make a deal with you. Let's have Celine make a demo. Though she went ahead with the demo, Dion did not hesitate to vocalize her discontent. I wanted to choke my husband because I didn't want to do it. Despite her reluctance, Dion went to, into the studio one evening to try it out. The singer proceeded to electrify the atmosphere with her rendition of the song. By the time she was finished, everyone present was crying. And Horner informed her that they may not even need her to sing it again indeed this first take is the one that found itself in the film wow wow okay the movie itself opened a few days before christmas on 2700 screens in the u.s and grossed 28 million this first week went on to gross a worldwide total of 2.2 billion on a production budget of 200 million it became the highest grossing film of all time in 1998 a title it held for the next 12 years also received 14 Oscar nominations and 11 wins, including Best Picture. The film soundtrack topped the charts in more than 25 countries, was the world's best-selling single in 1998, and would become one of the best-selling singles of all time. Mm-mm-mm. Okay. Let's see. This iteration of the track that won the 1998 Grammys for Record of the Year, Best Female Pop Vocal Performance, Song of the Year, and Best Song Written Specifically for a Motion Picture or Television. Wow. 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 Okay. <laughs> let's see. Let's see. Okay. Now this means that okay, they're bringing down the song. Actually breaking it down. Uh, okay. 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 All right. All right. Listen. <laughs> It's a no-brainer for me, man. <laughs> it's a no-brainer for me. 
Yeah, shout out to shout out to the late husband that said, "Look, do this record." Your husband knows, ladies. When you have a a leader and a visionary, take listen to him. This is a <laughs> this for me is a uh, a no brainer for me. I'm I'm gonna go with Celine for the global impact that gives her four that gives mariah one for songwriting and whitney gets one for filmography it's it's a curb stop in this triple threat match celine dion i don't think uh but slack can you be box hell you sure it won't be i won't do it well but i can do it <laughs> yeah listen yeah Celine wins this this handedly. She walks away from from Whitney and Mariah. Now I'm not gonna I'm not here to say who's the best singer. Clearly, you know Mariah at her peak, eight octaves. That's pretty much unmatched. Or I think Shante Moore can do eight octaves. She's close, but you know Mariah at her peak is probably the best vocalist. I'm not gonna debate. I'm not going to debate you on that. That's not a, a real big deal for me. You know, um, I guess the only question would be who's a better vocalist between Celine Dion and Whitney. Whitney's got pipes, but Celine has pipes of a different caliber. You know what I'm saying? Um, Whitney has urban pipes. Celine has European pipes. It's a preference. And Mariah is like right smack dab in the middle and does it better than both of them. Is that fair to say? Is that is that fair to say that Mariah does the European and the urban better than both of them at her peak? You know? Okay. Uh, let's see, let's see. Let's see. I ain't jumping on the end of the of a ship though. Uh, my heart will, will go on. I'm not being no jack. That hey, everyone done, after that did the the challenge. The door was big enough for both of them to 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 float on. <laughs> There's so many people upset that Jack died. Like MythBuster, MythBusters did an, did an episode, and all the people doing these these, these tests. The door was big enough for both of them to, to, to float on. Jack didn't have to die. Jack didn't have to die. Okay. So, um, <laughs> yeah, it's more than enough room. She let his ass free. <laughs> that was, that was cold. That was cold. Listen, um, I'm gonna get out of here. Yo, <laughs> This is going to everywhere but YouTube because that little rant in, in the very beginning. Um, yeah, I was, I meant what I said. Don't get me wrong. I meant what I said, but in the fair, but in the context of everything, my little thoughts and, and my little, you know, wanting to hurt people pales in comparison to what I saw and saw X and these hostile movies, like just, there's people out here that have deep thoughts and desires to torture people, men, women, and children. And instead of them enacting it, 
They get to play it out on the big screen to show everybody this is my thoughts. I sit alone in my four-corner room staring at candles. Okay? So, <laughs> with that being said, <laughs> I think the next go-around, I'm going to go with, uh, we're going to go, we're going to go share. We're going to go share versus, share versus Dolly Parton versus Lady Gaga. I like that. Please don't sleep on Lady Gaga. She's going to be the next. She's going to be the next Tony Bennett. She's the next female Tony Bennett when, when it's all said and done. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to get out of here. And uh, <laughs> I'll catch y'all. I'll catch y'all later. Y'all have a good night. Peace.